you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on Buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fingers on Buzzers. Fresh new app. And it's an exciting one for me because this is the aftermath of my impossible appearance. Yes. Impossible. So So we, we had to warm Lucy up. With a, we, the, in the last episode, we we went through the format. It was like reanimating a corpse, let alone warm me yeah. up. It was, I'd, I'd, I'd been terrible. In the microwave. I'd been terrible, and you warmed me so that you 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 had one appearance. You you went in mm-hmm. last show of the day, last recording of the day. Yeah, got the lay of the land. I think this this was a good tactic for us. Mm. So you were you were fairly fresh, but you didn't just go in and stroll through. You you were getting the lay of the land. Yeah, that was a tactic. The measure me of not your opponents. Yes, <laughs> that was yeah, all getting knocked tactics. out. Getting twice, knocked out. In fact, yeah, exactly. Two getting impossibles. Terrible impossible answers. So we we had to regroup. Yeah, which we did we, in the we, bar. We concentrated on the marginal gains. Yes. So with my coach head on, mm-hmm. it was. Nutrition, we got yeah. some smart salmon down you. You did. You Brain did. food, omega, omega three. three, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Hydration, 
There is water content in Prosecco. There is some, it, it, a lot of liquid passed my yes. lips last night. A lot of liquid. But importantly. And bubbles. Bubbles must be good for you. Importantly, it was discipline. We patch you off to bed. You did. I was one of the first yes. to leave the bar, which is which words is... that have never been said <laughs> in my entire drinking career. And we, we also, Amanda and I, it's not underhand tactics at all because everybody is responsible for their own, mm-hmm. you know, how late they stayed up and how much they drank. But we were capitalising <laughs> on some key opponents' lack of discipline. You apparently, by all, producer Amanda and Jenny Ryan did uh, some sterling work encouraging certain people to stay in the bar until 2am. Yes. Yeah. Until when they we were basically... At 6.45. Yes. Crowbarred out of the bar. I mean, I cannot believe that they're still... I mean, I was shaky after an 11 o'clock mm. finish. I mean, if you'd gone till 2, because we were up, you know, you had to be up at 6.30. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, blimey. Anyway, but everyone did very well and it was lovely. I mean, they're such a nice group of people and everybody, um, almost everybody rallied. (laughs) (laughs) Some Some people people were a little bit tired. Some people were tired. And, And, you know, it's, Nothing specifically to do with us. I wouldn't use the word nobbling <laughs> opponents, but oh. it was it's it's those marginal gains. And did our work behind the scenes have an impact? Without wishing to give too much away, um, I certainly did better today than I did yesterday. And I think that was largely down to you nobbling the opponents and me <laughs> having almost six hours of sleep. So that's uh, no, no, over six hours, nearly seven. Um, so yes, it, I felt, uh, you know, also I did feel much more confident today because I think you were right. You, um, your coaching yesterday was, it's impossible. And the thing you have to remember is just do not give an impossible Mm. answer play it safe and I definitely did that more today so there was a question which was which British Olympic diver yeah 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 and the minute I saw British Olympic diver and I was like if Tom Daly comes up my finger is on that buzzer and uh, sure enough, there Tom Daly appeared. It was not the right answer, but it wasn't the it was impossible like, answer. There was yeah. a footballer, actually someone who I'd never heard of, um, but I'd equally never heard of. And it's so awful. It was it was at the Rio Olympics. Someone won two medals. Jack Lower. Jack Lower. Jack, uh, or Jack Laffer, as I Jack would have yeah, pronounced it. Jack Laffer, yeah, it's spelt So that was the question. It was Jack Lower, um, Tom Daly or Ashley Davis, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right, I don't don't know, but I know Tom Daly. Uh, And everybody, without exception, went for Tom Daly. Everybody played it safe. And Martin Chariot Sophia, he said, I think it's Jack Lauer, but I was not going to risk it. I played it safe. Yes. So anyway, so we all said Tom Daly. We all stayed in. Nobody got a Mm -hmm. point. Uh, And then a couple of questions later, it was, who won Celebrity Big Brother in 2006, despite not being a celebrity? Oh, Yes. Yes. And so there was the the options were Chanel, Chantel or Chanterelle. <gasps> well. And I knew that one. Yeah. I was like, it's definitely Chantel. Yeah. And, and everybody. And Chanterelle is a mushroom. <laughs> and as Rick said, a mushroom has never yet appeared on Big Brother and never will now because it's oh. over. But um, so, uh, but everybody got Chantel. And I did think what a sad indictment of our society it is. You just think poor Jack Lauer's mum is at home yeah. going, my son won two medals in the Olympics and nobody knows his name. Whereas Chantel Houghton, we all remembered her surname as yes. well. It wasn't like we didn't, I mean, wow. we were like, oh, Chantel Houghton, yeah. She will be forever immortalised in our brains. And yeah. I thought that 
was a really that was massive a tragic, cultural impact. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that that notwithstanding, I was still delighted because it meant mm. that I got the point. Um, and uh, and I think I was runner up in that round. I got beaten by Jordan Banjo who claimed that he was lucky, but he was brilliant. He was really brilliant and he was really quick. And that's the other mm. thing about Impossible that I hadn't grasped from watching it is how important it is to lock your answer in really quickly. Yes. And because it comes up, so as soon as Rick starts saying answer C, you're good to go. Ah. And a lot of people buzzed in late because it does go, the time goes really, really quickly. See, on the, on the chase, it's you're not allowed to press your button until he's finished option C. I know. Well, and I fell foul of that when I was on because yeah. I did because I saw it was Steve Martin. Yes, and I didn't even get so the answers. Uh, who wrote? Reaction. Who wrote the, the whatever his play was, the mm. Lapin Agile, and Steve Martin was answer A. And so yeah, my instinct was just the minute I saw his name, I'm just pressing the name. And um, of course, then you got Anne in trouble. was uh, I got in trouble. Yeah, I got told off very, you know, very harshly. The Daily Express said I got a drubbing yeah. or a dressing down. The Daily well, Express thought it was terrible. The, the, the Daily Express exaggerate a lot of they things. Are, the Daily Express are like toddlers, aren't they? They're yeah. like they're sort of it's the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. And it's like, well, you know, you and you, it is a little bit like having a story recounted by a toddler. <laughs> and then the bad lady. Did to think and it was horrible yes so the Daily Express in the typically restrained fashion yes. said that, um, that I was dressed down yes. by Bradley but um, but yes and of course it gives your opponent a really unfair advantage and I was on the row of destiny so the mm. show that I did we were all three of us from the middle row oh middle row and in fact the seat that I was sat in both Dr Christian and Reverend Richard Coles they both won from that seat. I, I was the only person to win from that seat without a title or honorific other than <laughs> Mr. or Mrs. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> um, I did my first grid, which was third. So Andy Oliver um, won the first grid. Jordan Banjo won the second grid. And then I, it was me and it was going to pass to Leslie Joseph <gasps> oh, if I was, got it wrong. She would have been hanging on there she was bated breath she was very good actually she was very good good. um and so my grid was it came up and it was william the conqueror edward the confessor philip the navigator uh alexander the great canute the whatever canute was eric the red a couple of others anyway and i was like so it came up and i thought this is gonna be they're all rulers it's gonna be british i think sure enough which British king? Mm-hmm. So I got all my impossibles out. Good. Knocked out Eric the Red and I'll, Alexander the Great so and um, uh, Ivan the Terrible was the other one. Anyway, five of those gone. And then the question was: was which British king was married to Matilda of Flanders? Nice. Well, you say nice. Yeah. I oh. panicked oh, and no. I thought so. I vaguely in my head had something that there was. Um, that it was William the Conqueror. That was mm-hmm. just my gut. Yeah. And I thought, you know, and then his son was William the Second, wasn't mm-hmm. he? And I had a feeling that then she was involved somehow. Anyway, I, I, I had a feeling. You'd be able to tell me what the actual story is there. Mm. But um, but yeah, so I had a feeling and I went for it and it was correct. Yes. So that was good. And then I was in the final with Jordan and Andy and basically... I didn't do that well and I got the the Duckworth, Duckworth Lewis method in which sport is the Duckworth Lewis method used mm-hmm. and my gut said cricket and what came out of my mouth was rugby. Oh. 
in a really mad spasm oh. of where did that come from? Why did I do that? And it was my my head went, oh, hang on, you thought it was cricket, but no, maybe it was rugby. <laughs> um, shouldn't you know? Just That's, should never that, have listened. It to, happens to, to all. It of does happen in that moment. You yeah. don't understand. Stupid, stupid. You might have heard something differently. Br- I don't know. There's like a, a brain processing. Yeah. Thing it was a glitch. It was a glitch, and I don't know where it came from because I knew it was cricket, a hundred percent. But anyway, um, so I didn't actually have a great final, but Jordan did me a massive favour because he said that something was impossible when it wasn't, and knocked himself out. And he'd, I think he'd got another impossible, so he'd taken a lot of points off me and Andy. Mm. But then she got something else right anyway. So blah. So um, kind of lucked a bit through in the final. Um, and then the last question, the grid came up, and I was absolutely cock a hoop because they. So the subjects or the things came up and it was the first thing was just good friends faulty towers duty free open all hours porridge on the buses drop the dead donkey um uh, the british empire something else anyway and i was like this is me home free sitcoms and i was looking at it and i thought it's gonna be which one's bbc and which one's are itv yeah. um and so then it came up, which BBC sitcom? And I'm like, I am absolutely home yes. free. I feel them. I can smell the pound coins. I can, I'm bathing in the pound coins. But then it said, uh, which of these were from the 19th? Which, which of these BBC sitcoms was from the 1970s? And I, for some reason, looked at the grid and I picked Just Good Friends. Oh. And I think that was the first one I did. I can't really remember now. But so immediately I picked it. I thought that, no, that's totally wrong. As soon wrong. as you say that, that's locked in. Yeah. Oh. So you cannot. So I then Porridge and Forty Towers, which I was a hundred percent sure about. Mechanic. And the minute I, 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 and I think I still had time left. And if I could have taken it back, mm. I would have said no. Not just Good Friends. Um, it it should be Open All Hours was the other one. Uh, and I knew it, but it was too late by then, and I'd made the mistake. And didn't help that all the bloody people trying to help me. So you've got the other celebrities, and they're all trying to be helpful. Yeah. And somebody was going on the buses, on the buses, on the. And I'm like, no, it was ITV. I know that's not one. <laughs> But that's in your head. Also, there's like this bar, the time bar is going across and you know it's going across, but you do not, you're not aware of that. register it. Not at all. So I had no idea how much time had elapsed, how much time I had to go. Um, But yeah, and it was that really awful, heartsick feeling of if I had just taken my time, Mm. I would have got it, definitely. And it's not that I didn't know, it's just that I kind of blurted out the wrong yes. thing so yeah so massively frustrating i'm sorry to the listeners that i've had to relieve that in such painful detail but it is it's been great therapy for me yes um and hopefully an insight into the awfulness of the quizzing <laughs> brain but it, oh it was i mean it was it was a real roller coaster that one it was because it's very long Mm. bits of it you're sort of slightly bored because you've been knocked out yeah. and so you're sitting there going well I've got no kind of I've got no skin in the game now so it's sort of hard to maintain focus but then you can be back in yes and then oh god and then yeah and it, the grid is really horrible that's really high pressure quite intense final round actually not so bad because that's a format I'm used to that's like the end of 15 to 1 or something where yeah. you're kind of yeah. it's three of you and you're sort of on head to buzzer, head and it's yeah. on the buzzer it's fine um, and then the final question the final question is like uh, pop master 3 and 10 <gasps> yes. which I always find really yeah, stressful that is the stressful bit and it's that quick yeah. I mean it's that quick that you just don't have any time to think oh. about it so uh, all in all I would say I, and I say this not lightly, Impossible has sprung to my number one scariest quiz experience. It's gone over Mastermind. Mm. 
I mean, the chase was lovely. That wasn't scary. That's not scary at all. Weakest link. All, uh, no, none of them no. have been as, as scary. It's really, really intense. And I will now watch it with renewed um, respect for Rick Edwards, who does an amazing job because yeah. it's a long record and he keeps it together and is wonderful. Mm. Um, and renewed respect for the contestants because I know how hard it is now. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like a hostage situation at times. Just sitting there in the shadows. Yes, yes, yes. Just, just waiting. Wondering for, what went wrong with your yeah, life. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you a lot of time to reflect. Sweet release of <laughs> yeah just yearning for the sweet release of either death or, yeah, or, uh, or being or put back in on with a bottle of water for yeah, you. yeah yeah i got a milky way at one point oh, which is nice. nice but um but yes yeah, so, so that's the um yeah. uh, that's my full and frank account of what happened but thank you jen because i could not have done it without you well, I, I like to think that I played my part there. You were the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> uh, yes, it was uh, Jen and producer Amanda were my entourage. And the um, fact that you didn't actually manage to make it <laughs> to... I'm not going to dwell on this, listeners, but basically I my victory... I brought my entourage to Glasgow thinking, right, I'm rolling three deep. This feels like being a player. <laughs> And then the, the moment of truth when I was up there, we where were you? In bed. <laughs> Although you had been doing yeah, fine work nobbling my opponents until doing, two in the morning, so that's fine. you doing hard work on your behalf. Yes, yes, yes. No to, uh, to smooth your path to victory, which it was, it was uh, never in doubt in my mind, yeah. which is why I thought I can rest easy exactly. and have another couple of hours kept. <laughs> I'm glad that you were so confident in my abilities. You know, you'd obviously taught me well. But um, anyway, so thank you all for listening to that. Uh, and we will be having some behind-the-scenes chat yeah, with uh, the lovely Reverend Richard Coles, who came in like a ninja. Mm. One episode, ninja. Whoosh, whoosh, in, out, bush, bash. God on his side, isn't it? Well, did you know, <laughs> the the big fella or lady was looking out for him. And, um, and also the wonderful Stephen Bailey, who was uh, on standby... <laughs> He's so patient. I know. Well, this is one of the things that people don't know about quizzes, of course, is that they need to have someone on standby in case anyone disappears yeah. or dies or, or, you know. Gets too drunk to come in. Or indeed is detained <laughs> by... See, we were working on his behalf last night I know, well. you were. You so were. Poor so old Stephen was, has been waiting here for two whole days. Yes. <laughs> we don't know yet if he's got on, but he's... Uh, yeah. I mean, his career is going very well in many ways. So uh, I have to say, because I've been standby guest on things before. And it is a weird, it's a lovely feeling, but it's a weird feeling where you're like, well, I'm basically, you know, I'm hoping I, I, I will profit from others' misfortune, which yeah. is not ideal. It's the understudy pushing it the, is. the it diva is. down the stairs it kind is, of thing. Isn't it? Yeah. it is, this could be my moment. <laughs> um, my Martine McCutcheon has got ill moment. But, uh, but anyway, so we've got interviews with them and more other fun stuff in this episode of Fingers on Buzzers. So here we are, we're in the green room, backstage at Impossible Celebrities. I'm here with the victor of the latest episode, the Reverend Richard. Hello. Hello, Chase Lady. <laughs> so exciting for me. <laughs> Seriously. What a, what a day for a quizzer such as yourself. You came, you saw, you got all the way to the final. Yes, but and interestingly, you didn't go through to the conquered because it was, typically for me... Um, snatching, not quite defeat from the jaws of victory, but I could have walked away with £10,000 for Parkinson's UK. Mm-hmm. And it was £650, which is perfectly yeah. serviceable, but a little disappointing. Yes, I can imagine. But you, you quiz as a hobby uh, rest of the time, or just sort of, when you're asked to do TV shows? Well, it's more of a sort of desperate addiction. <laughs> and the, the most hotly contested night in the parish yeah. is Church v Chapel Quiz Night. 
which I'm, they, I'm almost not allowed to do now because mm. not only do I take it immensely seriously, but also as the vicar, I'm not supposed to show such <laughs> appalling favouritism, gamesmanship, and also rather shabby tactics. Oh, oh, what, what goes on? It's not enough to win. Others must lose. <laughs> right, I, I understand. Do you I know understand, what I mean? yeah. Sounds like my family at Christmas. Yeah. Do you have big quizzy Christmases? And we do, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. and we, we have to employ tactics so that there is no particular bias to any particular team. So we have to redraw the teams between rounds. There has to be not just quiz rounds, but practical rounds and charades and all that sort of stuff. We need to level that playing field. Okay. But I still win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on nerdy stuff, but it's popular culture, which is surprising considering I made my living 30 years ago. But I have no idea. No. no. It's, it's, it's what interests you and what gives you passion. It's, that's what's easiest to recall and to retain the knowledge of. So I'm good on a team, I think. Yes. But if someone else can do the pop music and film, then that's... I've filmed post-1947. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm all right. Oh, that's that is. I think that's the key to the pub quiz in particular, the team it's quiz. Teamwork, yeah. It's working out and being able to fire ideas and bounce them off each other. That's that's the best way. You're not a you're a team player, not a soloist. Would mm. you say? Mm. No. Uh, <laughs> I do get really. There's one awful moment where I was doing a quiz and it was a quiz for BBC News people. Okay. So everyone obviously already hates this entire um, cast for this anecdote and rightly so but um, it's a lot of sort of competitive people who are engaged with the world of affairs um, highly educated screaming at each other and me actually shouting at someone to be quiet while I desperately tried to think of the name of the head of the armed forces of Tonga (laughs) (laughs) and did you did you come by the answer in the end I did actually yeah but it's the only way I remember it is because unfortunately he's called Major General Twat. <laughs> it seriously, honestly, is Major General Jack Twat, and uh, and that's how I remember. It. it might have been Fiji or Tonga, but it's a Pacific um, Island Republic. That is a remarkable fact. Sitting by, listening avidly is comedian Stephen Bailey, who's as the Reverend Richard goes out, he comes in. He's going to take his place in the Impossible Celebrities lineup. What are you looking forward to answering questions on, Steve? Well, I'm going to hopefully... By the way, thank you for letting me crash your interview, no, Reverend good. Rich. <laughs> I feel like that I'm going to just ride your coattails all the way to BBC uh, One listen, now. I want nobody following me that closely yeah. more than you. Aww. Oh, you're such a charm. I can't wait. He's got a sunbed in his vicarage. It's true. And I'm going to... Are we, are we announcing it? Well, I'm make, I'm, that's, that's your exclusive. And when I move in, we're also going to get a fake tan instructor as well. So I'm excited for all the trashy questions that you'd expect from Channel 5, but I'm going to bring it to BBC One. <laughs> We're going to talk about celebs on the farm yeah. returning this summer. And... Um we're going to talk about Lady Gaga, which you didn't want to talk about. Just, I will know I the ins and outs. I didn't even know she'd had a peerage. <laughs> yeah. Actually. We're a great partnership. Yeah. Wouldn't you just love to have him on your team? Or on BBC One's Impossible Fridays at... Okay, I don't know when it's on. <laughs> Congratulations, Richard, on your, you. on your victory and best of luck. And hopefully you'll follow his example, Stephen. Thank you. Well, one of these bastards needs to win. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can be on. Right. It's that time of the show again. It's the listener quiz. 
Um, I'm feeling pretty good about this, you know, because we're going to go back to being head to head. You're on a, a versus. You're on a wave of confidence. I am. I'm champion of impossible. So and I mean, you know, not technically champion. But I am. I, I won. Kind of still drunk. I know. Well, you were doing that nobbling the con- yeah. contestants, nobbling my opponents. There was you've a made, lot of prosecco. You've nobbled yourself. That's what you've done. I have. You've done a self nobble. Yeah. <laughs> but good. This could it's be the my- only action I get these days. <laughs> <laughs> this could be my best ever chance of beating you in a quiz. So you were getting yeah. Tony Christie drunk last night. I love that. I love that you were doing that. Lovely Tony no, Christie. No, was amazing, I sang Avenues and Alleyways with him. Oh God, we all I did, did his backing backing vocals. We all did Namarillo this morning. Oh, we all did Namarillo on set. It was lovely. That's was beautiful. Lovely. And then and then they said, Sean Ryder, will you sing something?" And I mean, I don't know what came out of his mouth, but it was uh... no. He did he, he did join in last night and and oh. he recited. I think two lines from Wrote for Luck and that was it. Yeah, I think that, that was it. what I did this morning as well, actually. Um, and there must have been some kind of remix because I didn't recognise the lyrics. <laughs> <Yes>. oh. <laughs> oh, right, so we have, a, we have a listener quiz. Showbiz funny. Right, yes. Yeah, so Amanda, we over to you. Yes, yeah, so this one is from Mark Armstrong. And it's a powerful name. Solid, that. solid. Yeah. And it's um, a solid theme, an Irish theme. Oh, oh, I have Irish blood. Do you have Irish blood? I have very blood? Irish blood. Yeah, yeah, I thought so, looking at your hair. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving the international theme that we're getting as well. So yes. I'm just going to do an appeal for, if you're listening from a far-flung place, then send in your... Please yeah. do. The further, the better. If yeah, you're we up need a mountain to. In Timbuktu, we need to know more about all these places yes. and and different different quiz cultures. Know, let's travel the world with yes. quiz. I mean, also domestic quiz is very welcome as well. Yes, let's not you know put anyone off. So okay. your buzzers are going to be your names. Okay. Yes. Do you want to practice? I know my name. Can you <laughs> say it out loud? Jenny. Lucy! Because earlier you said that you thought cricket, but you said rugby. I know, so, so I might I'm say just Jenny checking. By accident. Yeah, okay, well, let's see how we I get might on. I say Jimmy Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Cricket! No, it's not. I'm Lucy. That's my name. Okay, Don't right. So, question number one Who wrote Sinead O'Connor's hit song, Nothing Lucy, Jenny. Lucy, Lucy! I think, that was, I think Lucy just got in there first. Yeah. Uh, Prince wrote it was that song. In- it wasn't. What, what, what's his full name? Give him his full name. Go to on. Prince Rogers Nelson, mm-hmm. uh, aka uh, the artist formerly known as Symbol, uh, something, you know, all of that, all of that. His Mate. Purple Highness. Which geographical feature does the Earl of Shaftesbury own in Northern Ireland? Me, Lucy. I didn't say me. Me, Lucy. Me. <laughs> me. Just me. Me. <laughs> me. Um, the only thing I can think of is it must be the Giant's Causeway. No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for the Blarney Stone. No. No. That's in Southern Ireland, isn't it? It's Northern Ireland. Um, it's, yeah, which do you oh, feature? Is it the Belfast Ring? No. Well, there's something ring. There's the magic ring. There's no <laughs> ring involved here. Okay, um, uh, so it's a ge- geographical landmark. A geographical... Oh, Please repeat the question for I'm going to repeat the question. I think I was having a little bit yeah, of a... Yeah, no, we, we all had a moment. A moment there. You had a little micro-sleep, I think, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick nap. Yeah. Question number two again. Which geographical feature does the Earl of Shaftesbury own in Northern Ireland? Geographical feature. Oh. Um, Loch Ness. Yes. <gasps> what? Wow. Yes. There we go. That was and earning an entire loch. You didn't say your name though, so it's invalid. Sorry. No, no, I already did earlier though. Oh, that was that was. I thrown it. I think we'd, yeah. we'd thrown it open oh, to right, all comers. Yeah. Because okay. you were going to buzz in and say that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so relieved that you got that because I wouldn't have known how to pronounce 
what was written How in front of me. How do you spell it? It's N E A G H. Correct. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. To be perfectly honest. Nage. I think it's Nay. One all. Okay. Okay. Question number three. Which Irish man won the Tour de France in 1987? Um, um, um. Say your name. Come on. Say your name. No, no, no. I don't know the answer yet, so I'm just thinking it. Um, the guy. Lucy. Name is. Lucy. Uh, it was, uh, Patrick Ryan. That's my cousin. I know. Everyone knows a Patrick Ryan. I've got about five in my life. Um, He's got to be worth a go. Johnny Logan. (laughs) <laughs> very versatile does Eurovision does a bit of cycling turn his hand to anything Dar O'Brien I mean he's on everything I'm having a I'm having a block on, on the dude um, is, the it, dude... is it is it a Maliki no Dermot I'm going through all my ankles it's it's not a very it's Irish not an name Irish name that's no. why I'm struggling with it Trevor Trevor Winston <laughs> it's the initials and then I'll and this won't count the initials but, yeah. okay um, S R Stephen? Yes. Uh, Stephen Roach. Roach. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's yeah. not reach. <laughs> it's, it's pretty Irish, actually, Roach. Didn't have an O in front of it. Yeah. No. So you're not getting a point for that? What are we doing about that? I think she gets the point because it's, yeah. I mean, oh. she got the surname. I got a clue, yeah. I did, I'll be honest, I did guess at Stephen. I yeah, don't know if that good. came across. I'm going to give you half a point half each. Half a point each. All right. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. shared that. I'll take that very willingly. Yeah. Okay. Apologies for the pronunciation. Question number four. Panger Ban. A ninth-century poem is one of the oldest examples of the written Irish language, but what animal is it about? Oh. Uh, Blurt Lucy. It's about a rabbit. No. Oh, that's a nice show. Um, Jenny says it is a fox. No. Oh. A cow. Horse. Keep going. Dog. I'll I'll let you know when... Sheep. Goat. Frog. (laughs) (laughs) Of Elephant, they just somehow cats. Found one. Correct, Jenny. Well done. Oh, nice. It is yes, it is uh, written by a monk about his cat oh, in the ninth oh, century. That's, that's nice. very nice. That's very nice. But you're just ahead now, aren't you, Jenny? Um, yes, yeah. she is. Yeah. Last Two question. And a half one, one and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. Question number five: Which former U.S. president's ancestral home is in the village of Moneygall, County Offaly? Jenny. Yes, Jenny. John F. Kennedy. Oh yeah. No. Of course it ah. They've, oh, they've, it's not. They've, no. they've, they've all they've all got yes. Irish blood, okay, basically. Right, every, yes. every US president claims yes. heritage, but he was the most proud one, I would think. Um, I do remember the lovely song. There's no one as Irish as Barack Obama, but I think that that was uh, a. Um, Go on. Uh, Is that your answer? Yes, yes, yes. There's no one. You as Irish are as Barack correct. Obama. Yes. Oh, That's my next choice. Yeah. Thanks for the nudge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a tiebreaker question, so no, I think no. you're going to have to Honestly, share the victory. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you know what? Since we've been through this Glaswegian experience together, and Jenny has been my coach, my mentor, and my nobbler, um, I, I I think she should win this this round. I think she should chalk it up to her. Yeah. Well. I, I, I was handicapping myself by still being slightly tipsy from yeah. last night. So. Let's just say you were. There we yeah. go. Well, marvellous. Thank you so much for sending that in. That Mark was a Armstrong. nice Mark Armstrong, Mark Armstrong thanking you. Enjoy your name. Enjoy that name. I, we are enjoying it. Yes, so. and please continue to send your quizzes.
that was our latest episode. Well, there we go. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I feel I've healed myself. I've talked about all my experiences. You've unloaded I think all that. you've saved me a fortune in therapy there. <laughs> so thank you for that. And thank you for your mentoring and coaching. We will be back next time with uh, all new stuff, brand new interviews, um, and I'll be a lot more calm. Yes. So that'll be nice. Uh, that was Fingers on Buzzers. Thank you for listening. Bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. 